Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another fine, fun, great episode of Borderline Texas Trash, baby. With your host with the most, the Tower of Power, too sweet to be sour. It's Uncle Boo, baby. And I am here to get funky like a monkey. Mmm. How is everybody today? Glad you stopped by for episode 107, baby. Still can't believe we're in the season three now. Just want to say it's been a great week. Good week, man. But this is Borderline Texas Trash, and I'm your host with the most, baby. Uncle Boo, baby. This is the most number one podcast in the entire podcasting world today, guys. Mmm. Glad y'all came to listen and have a little fun with the old Uncle Boo today. Oh, man. It's been a pretty busy week. Kind of crazy having a four-day week. Have to, you know, get everything done, done, done in four days when you usually have five. So, But it ain't bad. It's been a good week. Been productive. <clears throat> and I've been having some uh, techni- technical problemos. Yeah, storm's coming by, messing with the internet. It'll go back going, and then the storm might come in again. But anyways, it's all going good in the hood. I hope your day's going great. I just want to give a shout-out and a thank you to everybody. And before I give a shout-out, hit that subscribe button. Give me a like if you don't mind. Same thing on Spotify, wherever you're listening to it. Stop it right now and start following. But I just want to say thanks to everybody who is a hardcore listener and who has been here listening. Thank you, and uh, thank you to the new members that keep coming on listening into the Facebook page. I just want to say thanks, man. You make Like I said, I do this out of my house, and it's just awesome the numbers I'm getting for me not advertising or anything. So, But like my goal is, guys, want to hit 500 followers and let's get 10,000 downloads so what do you say man spread the word around help me out here but I want to say thank you guys because y'all are helping and I've noticed my like I said my memberships and and places are going up downloads are going up so y'all are doing an excellent job getting new members and I appreciate you all thank you so much I wouldn't be here without you guys but yeah it's been a pretty crazy week just busy, busy, busy. But yeah, other than that, it's been a great week. I cannot complain. Nothing really to bitch about. So, but with that being said, I guess uh, I ain't leaving anything out. Just uh, remember to check us out on Facebook, check us out on Instagram, and remember that this podcast is on YouTube. And I'm not doing a video today because I really don't feel like it. So. I'm just doing the auto part of the podcast today, but it will be up on YouTube coming up sometime, so don't forget to check that out too. But we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart. I mean, we're pretty much everywhere, so just look us up, mate. Just look us up, you bloody buggers. Oh, but I hope you guys have been doing great out there and doing good. Hope all my friends and uh, family uh, around the country, I mean around the country and around the world are doing good. Hope my friends up in Canada's doing all right. Give a shout out to them. And I've noticed Germany's numbers are coming up, you know, with likes. And uh, so is the United Kingdom. So it's looking pretty cool. Cannot complain. Cannot complain. But, well, I guess I'm done grambling. I will get down to it. We'll break into some... Uh, stuff all right it's time for lunch you know it's time for some stupid news my friends really wasn't a whole lot of stupid stuff so i've got like one stupid story and the rest of these are just uh headlines that got misprinted or fucked up the editor didn't do their job that day so stupid news the first the first and only thing i could really find was uh Workers in Brunswick, Georgia, at a uh, Sonic, found a big old python behind the fryer. I guess they was getting the morning ready, turning everything on, getting everything going, and yeah. they The animal rescue people said when they got there, there was nobody in the damn place. I'm like, hmm, I wonder why. 
Okay, now the rest of these, are, like I said, are just stupid hotline, hotlines. Uh, yeah, call the hotline. 1-900-BTT. Yeah. Okay, our first messed up headline, it says, Greenland, the Greenland meteorite may be from Mars. Well, no shit. I mean, not Mars, but uh, space. My bad. Anyways, the uh, Greenland meteorite may be from space. Well, no shit. Where else would it come from? Not the ocean. Uh, number three. China is u- China is using the sea to hide their submarines. Well, no shit. That's a uh, whole par- the whole concept of a, su- a submarine is to get in somewhere undetected. Okay, number four. Federal agents raid a gun shop, and guess what they found? They found weapons, guys. Weapons. Yeah. And here's our last one. This one fucking killed me. Man kills himself and runs away. What they meant to say on this one was, uh, the man shot someone and then runs away. Not shot himself. But, well, I bet you the editor got a hackling on that shit. Yeah, it just need, uh, just goes to show you need to proofread your shit for you put your dot for you sign on it or say hey that's good it's okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, stupid news wasn't that exciting today. Usually it is, but I just couldn't hardly find shit, man. I thought there'd be some great juicy stuff, especially after Memorial Weekend, but it wasn't too bad. So, sorry, but. Remember, this was brought to us by Security Finance here in Mineral Wells, Texas, down at the Brazos Shopping Strip, the shopping mall. Go in there and ask for Carrie. Tell him Uncle Boo sent you from Borderline Texas Trash. Or give him my real name, Stephen Booth, but don't tell everybody. Anyways, well, I guess we will go down to the corner. And see what a good old buddy, old friend of ours, Uncle Dickie Doo's doing. What do you say? Well, how is everybody doing today? This is your good old friend, Uncle Dickie, baby. Down here in Boothville, Louisiana, baby. Just sitting here chilling on my little plateau down here. But this is your good old friend, Uncle Dickie, baby. The most recognizable voice in the podcasting world today. I don't care what my cousin says. I am the best and you know it, babies. But uh, 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 how's everybody doing out there today? Uh, I'm doing uh, I'm doing awesome indeed, guys. It's, it's just been a great, really busy week and all that. We had a great, great time at the big old function we had for Memorial Days. I mean, we had a big old feast, and of course, my son was graduating, so we were celebrating that, too. He walked across the stage Friday. Uh, number number three graduating. I got three more to graduate there, babies. But he's going to be going to college. He's going to be uh, going to a different school than his sister, so. But he's going to go play some baseball. He likes his baseball. So does mother's son. They're both baseball nuts. But, yeah, it was a good old time, man. All the family came down. We hung out. We made a freaking bunch of food, babies. Man, we had 30 pounds of crawfish. We had a big-ass pot of gumbo we had cooking. And then we had, uh, Jesus, some fish. We had fried fish. We had that. We had just regular grilled, grilled fish. We had shrimp. We had... Man, we had everything, babies. It was, it was very good, very good. Cause, cause, like, what, what, what I'll do is, I'll go ahead and get something for the main meal. You know, and I'm about to crawfish this year. But usually, uh, everybody else will bring something. You know, so it, it's usually a a good old feast like that, man. And we just get down, and have a good old time. It lasted all weekend. Everybody was going back home on Monday, so. But everything's back to normal down here. We're just we're just uh getting ready to bring this summertime in, baby. But it's gonna be a scorching hot motherfucker. I'll tell you that this year. It's gonna be really damn hot. But 
too, I just want to say thanks to everybody who listens to the show, man. I just want to give a shout out to you and say you wonderful people. Thank you for listening to me and my cuz. But anyway, yeah, it's going good. My girl, she's back home now for uh, for the summertime. So that ought to be in investing. And everything else going pretty good. Everybody, uh, everybody graduated. Everybody passed. So everybody's going to the next grade. So that's always good. <laughs> but, yeah, I hope you guys are doing great out there. Because we're doing great over here. Oh, man. But it's been crazy. Getting kind of humid down here. But I'm sorry if this one is really short today, guys. But I didn't have nothing planned, and it's been a really, really busy week. So I just wanted to fill in real quick, touch base with you guys. But I'll, 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 I'll tell you what, though. I'll, um, I'll do some uh, emails or something, or I'll, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'll think of something to do. But we'll do that, and you guys be good, be real. This has been Uncle Dickie, baby, the most recognizable voice in the podcasting world today. We will see you later. Be cool and be real. This is Uncle Dickie, baby, signing out from Boothville. We love you guys, and see you later. Bye. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed that little tidbit from Uncle Dickie. Yeah, he didn't have a whole lot planned today, but that's okay. That's all right. Oh, let's see what we got coming up next for the show, fellas and ladies. Okay, we have Today in History. Okay. In 1939, the first baseball game at night was held at Shribe Park, the home of the Philadelphia Phillies at the time. Number two. D-Day happened on this day in 1944. Uh, Number four, the Rolling Stones arrived in America in 1959. And in 1953, two channels started airing their local TV, their local uh, news. Then in uh, number five, 1969, tobacco advertisements was banned in Canada from being put on TV and in magazines. Uh, America did the same thing in the 80s. I can't remember when, but they did it in the 80s because I grew up seeing it, but then they kind of quit doing it because of that. But that was uh, What Happened Today in History, Wednesday, January the 1st. Pretty cool. All right, what we have next is these are some holidays that happen in June. June 5th is uh, World... Environment Day. June 6th is National Yo-Yo Day. June 14th is Flag Day. And June 19th is also Father's Day and Freedom Day. June 21st is the Summer... Summer... I can't even talk. Summer Solstice... Solstice... June 24th is the uh, midsummer is a midsummer day day whatever I don't know what kind of day holiday that is but it's there I seen it I seen it and I mean it but well since I didn't have a whole lot prepared today into I was just kind of uh, I don't know it's been a busy week and all that but I just been kind of down in the dumps a little bit I don't know why, but I'll get out of it. It's just a little funk. But I know I've always got to produce my show for you guys, and that's what keeps me going. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to the the archives, or archives, and, uh, I mean archives, and uh, dig up some uh, stuff to put on here. Now, I'm going to put on a, a show that me and Lexi does. It's called Ghost Stories Told from the South. And uh, I think I'm going to play our last episode that we just did, episode uh, 106. So it should be fun, but I'll see you on the flip side after you get through listening. We'll see you later. We'll see you after the show. Well, hello, my scary friends. Welcome back to Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth. And we've got a great surprise for you today, girls and guys. Hello, everyone. 
everybody. It's nice to be back. It has been a minute. For those of you who don't know, I am Lexi, the co-host of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, it took her a while, but she's back, so she'll probably be coming in more often now. Yes, my so. goal is to do at least two every month with you guys. So. Yes, yeah, so she'll be back. Yes, I, I think will. everybody will like that. I think yeah. everybody's missed you. Yeah, I missed everybody too. So. And I've been <laughs> trying to do it. Here's our goal. I've been trying to get everybody to get us up over 5,000 downloads and 500 up to maybe 500 followers. And they're doing a good job. Just yeah, want to say thanks to good. everybody. Mm -hmm. The numbers are getting bigger and bigger. And I just think it's awesome because like me and Lexi say, I do this at home. I do everything myself. I don't pay for anything. I pay for everything myself. I don't make any money off of it. And the numbers just keep being awesome. It's good. It's really good. I like where we're going. Yeah, it's cool. It's like a slow snowball going down a hill. It's gathering speed slowly. Slowly but surely. But, yeah, we're ready to do some stories. I'm still going to be covering some stuff in Alabama. and She's got some stuff. But, uh, well, I guess we'll uh, get started. Okay, I'll go first. And our first story from Stephen LaBeouf is Bear Creek, Bear Creek, Bear Creek, Bear Creek Swamp in pa uh, Prattville, Alabama. Local ghost tales are never complete without a local legend, and Bear Creek Swamp holds that title. Off of County Road 3, there is a long dirt road converted into an area, an area, uh, error mist, an eerie mist. Turning on it, you will find yourself traveling in a dark marsh marshland. Keep your eyes uh, peeled as they uh, as the wet as this wetland road is a home to ghostly lights, Silver War soldiers, uh, phantom vehicles, and Famous creepy porcelain dolls. That would creep me to fuck out if I was driving down the road and a, a doll was walking. I'd run up and kick the damn thing or run it, would it over. Scare me! I hate the porcelain dolls. Any of those yes, I've ever gotten that high, I can't look at those. I hate them. They're creepy to me. Yeah. Uh, the land was originally occupied by the Creek Indian tribes who are often blamed for it being such a creepy, haunted location. Locals claim to see cars traveling at a high rate of speed down the road only to vanish into the darkness late at night. So Ooh. watch out when you're traveling down that road at night. <laughs> Others claim to see apparitions of Creek Indians, Silver, uh, Civil War era soldiers, and nearly... Oh, and early white settlers near the, near the swamp. But the most famous uh, lore is the spirit of a woman who is looking for her lost child. It is said that if you call out, we have your baby three times, her spirit will come and attack you. Oh, that's awesome. I recommend someone to do that for me. <laughs> And in 2014, the police were called out to the swamp by the locals when they found when they what they found was a was completely unsettling. The disem this incented oh they descended upon 21 porcelain dolls hanging by bamboo uh, stakes sticking out of the uh, swamp water. Oh, that's oh, nice. Wh what the <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> fuck? Yeah, that would uh, yeah, that would creep me out. I'll definitely leave the swamp that day. Same. I've been out of there. To this day, no one has figured out who created the creepy uh, doll graveyard, but the police believe it was some sort of Halloween prank. The locals, however, are not sure. Okay, here's some more on it. The The team of Deep South Paranormal wrote, Among the legends of Bear Swamp that keep many driving there or driving through the area after dark are 
rumors of phantom cars that speed by only to fade into the darkness. A four-foot apparition that appears in front of your vehicle and floating orbs of lights. Oh, that's great. Yeah, lovely. Uh-uh. Yeah, okay. I would not be going. I mean, I'd be. I'd be out. Yeah, I'd be like, sorry. Where was I at? Holding on. Okay. In addition, many claim the swamp, which was, was originally uh, occupied by the Creek Indian tribe, is haunted by the ghost of Greek in, of Creek Indians, early settlers, and fallen soldiers. Of course, I've already said that. More disturbing uh, rumors, however, tells of the ghost of a mother, of course, looking for her baby. Yeah. And let me make sure this don't say the same crap. Yeah, this one says pretty much the same thing of uh, cars and stuff and a woman looking for her baby. So if you're ever there, go down a Bear Creek Bear Creek Swamp <laughs> and tell me about it. And tell us about it. Tell us how it is. Okay, so my stuff is a little bit of a mixture. I have like a handful of ghost stories and then I started looking into the UK, like stuff over there, and I think all of the stories I have are in Brazil. That's fine. I've been doing other country stuff too. I've been kind of doing it d different. Yeah, well, I tried changing up some stuff, and then I was going to do like my normal stuff because I'm really into like all the haunted hospitals and like all this, that. That's like my go to stuff. And yeah. I wanted to find some like haunted, um, like vet places or stuff because like stuff's happened to me at my work, my old work. And, like, I wanted to see if anybody else had anything. But I haven't found anything on it. So I've been just trying to probably get back into doing the sane asylums and, like, hospitals and old, like, urban legends and stuff like that. Because I really like doing that stuff. So That's what I'll do. But. Like, around Christmas, I was doing the different, you know, uh, stories they have around Christmas, how different cultures are. Because, oh, like, yeah. Germany has Krumpus. You know, I think we're the only country that really don't have a uh, creepy Santa Claus that comes and gets you or anything. Yeah, well. In other countries, though, they, there's a lot of legends of that. Oh, really? Urban legends, yeah. Because that's how they used to scare their kids to be good all their fucking year. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's crazy. I always scare the, scare the kids with the Krampus movie. Yeah. I'm like, he's going to get you. <laughs> all right. You want me to go ahead and go? Yes. Okay, all right, so this first one is going to be about a woman named Anna Elizabeth Young. Basically, she ran a group um, that she called the House of Prayer for All People, and it was in Florida. I don't know how to say the, like, city, so I'm not even going to try, but it's in Fort. it was in Florida. And that was during the 1980s and the 1990s. Um, it was her home, basically, and she converted it into this. Like, she lived there, but it was a house like a home for people too, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, she opened up her home as a childcare center and you know, parents were very happy to drop their kids off. They didn't like have any worries about leaving them or anything. She seemed super nice and Christian and just the perfect babysitter. Well, apparently um, she offered like overnight babysitting into her home and she made that like their religious boarding school. So like she would take kids overnight. Um, they, so after that, um, she told the followers or like the children that were there, um, they called, she called them their followers. She said that if they misbehaved, um, it meant that the devil was inside of them. Oh and my God. She would exercise these kids, like do some like witchy shit on these kids and like torture them and everything, um, the kids didn't know about that, like, not the kids, the parents didn't know about that for a while, and apparently she's been doing it out of her house since, like, 1960, and this place opened in, like, 1980, like, as the actual business. Um, in 1992, Young, Young gave a child a bath, but instead of, you know, using soap and water, used chemicals all over this child's body. Wow. So it burnt his skin, and the parents were able to notice, you know, like, once they got home, what happened with him. Um, Young ended up being charged with child abuse, but ran from Florida to avoid the arrest, and she was finally caught and sentenced to six months in prison in 2001. And then 2017, she was 75 years old, and she was charged with murder for the death of a toddler who had been tortured and starved. 
Wow. Um, God. And they, police believe that there could be, like, many, many more abuse victims and stuff like that. And um, a lot of adults are coming up now and, like, saying stuff and giving them more evidence. But I read that, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's She's, crazy like, legit had her own little cult going on. Yeah. Was, like, doing shit to these kids. That's crazy because you don't know how people really are behind closed doors. Yeah, like, up front, she looked like a perfect babysitter. The yeah. You know, American woman dream or whatever you want to call it. But, like, behind closed doors, she was, yeah. she was awful. Like, oh, look at me. I'm nice and innocent, but I'm going to put the devil in your baby. <laughs> yeah. Basically, that's all. That's nuts. You going to do another one? or? I will say, do you want me to do another one? This yeah. one's going to be kind of a shorty, but this shorty one's more ghosty than the other one. The other one's kind of just sad. <laughs> okay. So this is um, a story that I found online, just like a creepy ghost story. Um, this person was laying in bed one night. You know, when you're laying in bed, it's like pitch black. You really can't see anything. Yeah. She said the only light coming in was from under the door from like the bathroom light or the kitchen light or something like that. Um, and she noted that her mom was living with her right now because they like were in the middle of moving and stuff like that. They were both in the same room. This girl looks up at the door and it slowly creeps creaks open and then an oldish woman like peers around the door so like legit in the movies how you just see hands sorry and a face pop around the door that's what what happened oh and it if looked, that. yeah it made eye contact with her eye contact with her looked at her and like backed up and shut the door f fuck no hell no oh, i'd yeah, be gone no. i'd say screw this shit nope well, i'm done can't lady, do it anymore <laughs> nope. the lady thought that it was a nightmare woke up and like she thought it was a nightmare, turned around and looked at her mom, and her mom was like, did you just see someone peer around the door? Like, whispered it to her. Like, they both looked at each other slowly, That's basically, crazy. and was like, wow. So I would have crapped my pants. I would have, too. Sorry, we were taking a picture. <laughs> I forgot. I forget, I forget to do this for uh, Facebook. For Facebook. All right, well, those are those two for right now. If you want to go next, I have two yes, more after that. Yes, we'll take a little break real quick, and we will be right back. Damn, how's everybody doing today? <laughs> Good old friend Uncle Dickie from Borderline Texas Trash. The most popular podcast in the world today. It's climbing up the charts fast week this week, and it's climb on a sign, baby. Well, if you're wondering... What the hell is Borderline Texas Trash about? And who is this son bitch Uncle Boo? Well, Uncle Boo is the most recognizable voice in podcasting today, baby. He's gonna get funky like a monkey on some sunny breeze. I'm coming in on white lightning, baby, on a silver saddle. To bring you the best of Borderline Texas Trash, baby. I'm your host of the show, Uncle Boo. We go over everything. We do a little bit of politics at the end, but not much. I'm accepting of that bullshit a whole lot. But we have fun. I go over stupid world news of the day. Talk about uh, stuff from the past, what the cost of living or stuff was like that. And we just talk about all sorts of fucking fun facts. Do a little joking around. And my niece joins the show sometimes. We do a little segment called Ask Andy's Garage on Friday nights, baby. That's our live show we do sometimes. And then I got the uncle that I talk to down in uh, Wheatville, Louisiana. And he calls sometimes. We have a little show called Uncle Dickie's Home. So you guys come check out Texas Borderline, Borderline Texas Trash, baby. I know you will love it. We are on every platform you can think of. Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart. Uh, I mean, we're on everything. We're even on iTunes, man. We even got our own YouTube channel. We even got an Instagram account. And we got our Facebook account. So go check us out, man. And come listen to the show. You'll get to listen to Ash Andy, Uncle Boo, Uncle Dickie, and all the most recognizable voices in this motherfucking podcast in the world today, baby. Because we will get funky like a monkey, I guarantee it. Let's just say, baby, I've wine and dine with kings and queens, slept in dumpsters, ate pork and beans, baby. But I am your host of the show, Uncle Boo, Borderline Texas Trash. Don't forget about it. If you want to listen to a show to just keep your mind off this crazy world and all the COVID and politics bullshit, <coughs> come check my show out. Come check me and my crazy family out. Some of the shit we do, we do live uh, shows from the barbecue 
see you later. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that commercial. Now, you gotta give me a minute reading this one. It's kind of fucking small print. I might say screw it and not read it and just read the other one, but it's really short. See, and I got my bifocals on, but it's pretty small. Here, you, can you read that? Yeah. Okay, okay. she's going to read this. I'll read the next one. This is the Kennedale Inn, or the Kennedale Manor Inn. The Kennedale Manor Inn. Now a private residence, this 1872 building was once used as an inn in Ewakia. Yeah. It is said to be haunted by a woman named Annie, who was the nursemaid and caretaker for the manor's former owner. Past guests has also, sorry, past <laughs> guests have also reported seeing the ghost of a woman in, in a Victorian dress and a little girl on the porch in the dancers the downstairs area. Oh, that's nice. Wow, lovely. I must go there. Another spirit belonging to a man with a tall hat has been seen in the parlor doorway Ooh. though he always vanishes before too long maybe I it's abraham that said lincoln tail for a minute and i oh was gosh, like what's a, a tail hat <laughs> <laughs> i was like what um is this one part of it too yeah okay so i guess this is like a little side story about it um pretty small ain't it yeah no i'm trying because i don't want to like i'll just read it how it is then i was trying to yeah I honestly, and without a doubt, saw a little girl in a full-length antique swing antique swing mirror as I looked onto the window of Kennedale's manor one day in about eight, 1988 to 1989. I was about 12, and my house was being remodeled, so no one was there. There was a porch all the way around the house, and some of antique furniture is still there. I stared in one of the windows on the west side, and a little girl, maybe 8 to 9 years old, long blair, with long brown braids, was sitting in a chair looking at me. She was con content to look as long as I would stay there, but I didn't take me long to bolt away. My grandmother lived across the street, so Kennedale Manor was a common sight. To this day, no the one occurrence makes me believe that there are spirits among us that we don't see aside from situations like this. Mm. That's nice. Yeah. I was seeing... Can you do this one, too? You got yeah, one. since you did this one. And then I'll do my uh, next one real quick. It's All a right. small one. Kennedale Manor is haunted by a spirit of a woman named Annie who served. Yeah, that's so. What All we the just same said. crap. Yeah. I um, try to read that. I try to make sure I catch that crap when I'm when I uh, copy it so I don't copy the same crap twice. Oh, you're good. Um, the end isn't currently accepting guests as it is a private home now. But uh, still, that's creepy, though. Because That's still creepy. A private creepy. home, they're probably like, you know what? I don't want a liability here, you know, so. Um, they might have made it to a private because of all the shit happening. In yeah. But, too, if I had a place like that, I would turn it into, like, a paranormal place. I'd oh, let you come spend I the would night. I 100% do that. That'd be awesome. It's wood. Okay, our next story is Hugging Molly. Hugging Huggy Molly. Molly is in uh, Abbeville, Alabama. Uh, generations of a uh, Abbeville children have listened, have listened wide, have <laughs> listened all their life to the parent, to their parents, tell the story of hugging Molly. They have hurried home one night, late only by the uh, lit only by the moon's light. So basically, they was heading home one night, and all the light they had, only light they had was uh, the moon because back then there wasn't electricity guys and certain they saw something in the uh, shadows afraid she would be uh, around the next corner the versions of who hugging molly actually was vary but one freak frequent description depicts her as a giant of a woman maybe uh, seven feet tall and as big around as a bell of cotton. Oh, my God. Damn. She's like an Amazon bitch. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Some say her ghost still walks the streets of Abbeville late, at night, late in the night, sweeping her black skirt as she uh, goes. If she, if she happens upon, If she happens to come upon you, she chases you down, gives you a hug, uh, a huge hug, and screams in your ear. Well, that's just fucking nice. 
Let me give <laughs> so you a hug great. and scream in your ear. Why would you chase someone for a hug and then scream in their ear? Maybe that's why she got killed or whatever happened to her, because she was running around hugging people and screaming in their ear. Oh, I'd punch her, too. That made me mad. I don't know if I want to be that. I don't know if I want to go see that ghost. <laughs> That'd be kind of annoying. I want to watch it, either. Jimmy Rain of, uh, Amy, of Abbeville, an Abbeville native and longtime resident, grew up hearing the legends of uh, Hugging Molly. For him and his friends, she was as real as the trees that rustled in the wind at night. Anybody who grew up in Abbeville grew up uh, knowing the legend of Hugging Molly. Jimmy says it's your uh, mother or dad didn't uh, want you to know out about stuff in the dark. They uh, tell you Hugging Molly would get you and you'd believe it too. So basically, they grew up telling their kids that to scare the shit out of them. But oh. it might be true, too. Oh, so it's like a urban legend kind of thing? Yeah. But people, I guess, have had reports of her, uh, of seeing her. Of her hugging and screaming yeah. people's ears. One night, Jimmy and one of his good friends, Tommy Murphy, heard the story from uh, Tommy's dad. He told them he knew Hugging Molly, and was, she, was, she was real because she had sprung them from the shadows and hugged and hugged them one night they were convinced it had to be it had to be true Ooh, so his dad this thing came out of the shadows and hugged them so she don't really chase you down either she'll do both i take it either chase you down or jump out of shadows mm. to this day uh hearts beat faster as the moon rises in the sky over abbeville Hugging Molly, dressed in all black, would uh, show up at any time. Nice. And this is a separate one, but it's kind of, it's a, I'll do it next. All right, well, I'm going to do probably two. Because mine are weird, like one's long, one's short, one's long, one's short. So, like, I have to go back and look, but. Okay. This is another um, one like someone's telling it so I'm telling it from their point of view I woke up in the middle of the night and I looked in the corner of my room and saw a hooded figure next to my dresser at first I thought it was just some clothes hanging off my dresser but then it turned and I saw red eyes staring at me yeah. I immediately jumped off my bed and turned on the lights nope I'm out yeah I would have honestly probably went under my covers and cried there was no clothes hanging off my dresser, and I would have just brushed it off as a bad dream, but then I saw my dog staring at the corner where she had saw this figure at. I was outside of the room, and I kept calling her to come out, but she would not stop staring where I had seen the hooded figure. She did not react at all to me calling her, and I finally went back into my room and yanked her off the bed. I slept in the living room the rest of the night, and my dog slept in my parents' room for the rest of her life. Now, I, when I read that, I'm not really too sure what that means. Yeah. Like, did the dog die? Is she just, like, stuck there all Yeah, night? still there or what? Like, I didn't really get that, but it was kind of creepy to me because I've woken up numerous times and seen, like, excuse me. Is he, like, a figure or something? Yeah. So I was like, mm, that's nice. <laughs> See, red eyes, that would really crap my pants. Uh, yeah, that would flip out. All right, so this one's from a hospital. Um, it's another story from somebody um there was this nurse and one night she was working on oncology at the hospital she used to work at she was given a patient who was passing away and has been unconscious for like several days at one point during the night the nurse went into the room where the patient was um and she was so the patient like was at the top of the bed i don't know she one part of her was, like, all the way up to, like, she was scrunched up in a ball on the top of the bed. Oh, yeah. Um, she looked at her and, like, was like, are you okay? And the lady goes, don't let them take me. Um, then she, the nurse was like, well, who's going to take you? And she said, that black thing up there, pointing to the ceiling. Um, mm. And then she, like, died <laughs> within, like, five minutes after saying that. So... That's creepy. Uh, that's stuff like that. I can never be. 
Like, yeah. I, I couldn't work in a hospital. Pretty yeah. Me neither, because you know there's got to be some stuff there because so many people died there. Yeah. You know. Do you want me to do another one? I got one. I got a shorty, then a decent-sized one, and then a little shorty. So I got three left. Okay, yeah, I have, like, yeah. I can go ahead and do another one. All righty. All right, so this is also someone telling a story, so I'm going to read it from there. I heard an interesting story a few weeks ago. Part of the hospital was being rebuilt. This are talking about a hospital. Um, the part of the hospital was being rebuilt and was facing onto um, this uh, spot in the hospital, like where, you know how, like, if you. It's a certain section they had to work out. So, like, they call that a yeah. unit. I was facing this unit. So, like, the hospital's getting remodeled, and, like, where the remodeling was happening, it was right across from this unit. Um, a nurse was doing something near the window because there's a window that you can see like into the other part where they're restoring it. Um, and she saw two people moving into one of the clinic rooms, um, but they were like building and stuff like that. And it was after hours, so, like even if one of them had been open before, they shouldn't have anybody be in there because clinic was shut down. Um, she called a colleague over to see if she saw what she was seeing. They did. They called security to go over to check out the room. Nobody was in there. And then the nurses start seeing these two people moving around again, and they call security again. But this time, one of them goes into the room, and one of them stays at the window with the nurses. Well, they were talking on the radio, and like, are you okay? Do you see anything? And the one that was in the uh, area of the hospital that they were fixing didn't see anything. But the guy that was in the, like, where the window was looking at him said that he saw two people, like, right next to the security guard. But, like, the security guard who was actually over there didn't see anything or feel anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. I was like, wow. That's kind of like when people see stuff on the security camera, but the people out there don't see it. Yeah. Because oh, there was yeah. uh, one like that on that show I watch, Paranormal Caught on Tape, on mm -hmm. video. It was crazy because he uh, told his uh, partner to go outside and check over. And you could see on the on the security camera... Everywhere that guy was walking around, that uh, that, go that, low. <laughs> that uh, guard couldn't see the figure out there, but she could clearly see it on the camera. But the guy out there couldn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really creepy to me. I was like, uh, I would not want to have been in that room. All right. Well, I'm going to do one more. I'm going to do a story, and then we'll take a little break, and then we'll be back. But I'm going to do my story real quick. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, I have... One more ghost one, and then I have four, like, the ones that are in Brazil. All right. This is the Witch of Hints Roads, Gadsden, Alabama. Of Hides Roads. I'm sorry. Okay. The story goes, there was a witch that lived in a, they say a witch, but. There was a woman that lived in a tiny shack back in the woods off of uh, Hines, of Hines Road. It's told, uh, it's told Ben, what? It's told Ben her, that don't make any sense. It's told that she was an old mystic, an old mystic went by, and she went by the name of Torbit, that sold her soul to the devil. It is said she would kill those foolish enough to venture upon Hence, hence uh, Road in search of her while drinking and bathing in her in their blood. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> maybe she was a witch. I just thought it was one of them, you know. Yeah. Peop you know, back then they accused you. You know, a lot of uh, innocent people were not witches, but they, apparently this woman was. Uh, four years, for years, cho children went, uh, went missing. For years, the adults were too afraid to venture upon uh, hunts to call out for the witch. Until 1939, when the current mayor sent a uh, mob after her, they found uh, more, hor more horrors than the witch that included a uh, pond filled, filled with blood. 
body parts and steal whole bodies of children. Oh, my God. Huh. Wow. 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 That's nice. Well, yeah. Fantastic. The man also came upon a cave with a uh, foul stench. Only one of the men uh, ventured into the cave, and when the man came out, he never spoke of what he saw in the cave. The cave, because it was so uh, just, it was so scary what he seen in there. When the man finally arrived at the uh, witch's cabin, they found a beautiful young woman with long black hair and uh, uh, beautiful eyes, naked and covered in blood. The man asked the woman, are you the one they call the uh, witch, Torbid? And the woman replied without a hesitation, it is I. <coughs> oh, no. Wow. Nope, nope, nope. The man then uh, threw the uh, flames on her and her cabin and watched as both burnt to ashes. It is said people could hear her uh, cackling as as the flames got bigger and the smoke rose from the uh, mountain. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And here oh are the claims today. You can still hear, you can still see her ghostly cabin in the woods and see the spirit of the witch dancing around it. Orbs have been seen floating across the pond, now filled with water, Orbs are said to be the uh, spirits of children killed by the witch, and the spirit of the uh, witch can sometimes be seen near the pond, dipping her hands and pouring water all over her herself as if it were still full of bl uh, blood. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The, ca <laughs> the cave still has a nasty stench to it, even though the cops have uh, been in there and cleaned it all out and all that. The uh, foul stench, those who venture too far enough into the cave will not speak of what they see. One young woman found herself brave enough to venture into the cave and claimed to have, have seen a, been seen a live and standing uh, skinned dog smelling of rotting flesh growling at her. Ew. Oh, my God. F that. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. 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 All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. You ever look up at the sky at night and look at the stars and wonder, is anyone really here? Have you ever wondered, why so many mysteries go unsolved? What really happened? What's the clue? Listen to this podcast called What's the Reality, What's the reality of Life? And I am your host, Stephanie Booth. And I am your co host, Stephen Booth of Bosnia. And if you're into UFOs, urban legends, unsolved murders, mysteries, uh, unexplained stuff that happened, urban legends, we're into all of that. Conspiracy stuff, too. We do dive into that. So if you're looking for a new podcast that tells that kind of stuff, then you uh, need to listen to What's, What's Really out, out There. And we are on Spotify and iHeart and Pandora, I think. But we are pretty much on every platform. We have a YouTube channel, too. Same channel. So go check that out. It's called What's Really Out There. So come check us out. Once again, I'm your co-host, Stephen Booth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Booth. And this is What's, What's Really, really out, out There. We'll see you at the next episode, guys. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, we are back, everybody. And Lexi's going to go. All right. So this is the last, like, ghost story I have. The other ones are, like, haunted places. But um, this is from somebody else. My mother-in-law has been a CNA for 15-ish years, and like many new CNAs, one of their first jobs was at a nursing home for the elderly. Soon before patients at that nursing home passed, they would complain about children playing outside the window in the big, like, in nursing homes they have, like, one big area they all go oh, together. Oh, yeah. And that area being noisy, um, 
in the like dead of the night, like in the twelve o'clock night when everyone's asleep, kind of thing. Oh yeah. But then patients would comment on children playing outside <coughs> the window in the daytime too. But there's like been never any children. There's, it's like no one else has saw it, so it was kind of weird. That is weird. But all right, I have. That was the last like ghost story one I have now. So now I have four places in uh, the UK, United Kingdom. But I also can't pronounce like half these. You guys know how you guys know how I can barely talk, much less pronounce <laughs> stuff. So I apologize in advance. This one is about the Joma. <laughs> places I can't ever say places. That in medicine. Joma. Yeah, Joma. Joma. <laughs> okay. It's kind of like saying yo Joe Mama, but you're saying Joe Joe Mama. Mama. Yeah. <laughs> now I can't quit saying Joe Mama. Wow. Yep. Joe Mama building, guys. <laughs> no. Okay. So Joe Joe Mama. Joe. Wow. <laughs> Whatever. This building is one of the, apparently. That's all. All these articles say it. It's one of the top haunted places in Brazil, but you know how that goes. So this place is in is in Brazil. Um, so in 1975, over 486 people died in a fire, um, that covered the 25-story building within, like, 20 minutes. I guess a really bad electricity issue happened, and it, like, legit blew up the whole fucking building. Wow. So, um, after the tragedy, it was rebuilt and renamed as the, I'm sorry, the Praga D. Prokadee's nuts. <laughs> the Prokadee band area. People have reportedly claimed seeing ghosts roaming around the halls and the rooms. It's also said that the mystery the mystery of 13 souls who were trapped in the elevator during the fire still haunts this place. Ooh, that would so, suck. Yeah, Could you imagine being stuck in a freaking elevator and it's on the buildings on fucking fire? Yeah, at that point you start to have to like, would accept suck. death. I would oh hate that. Oh my God, that would suck. That would really suck. Not only being stuck in the son of a bitch, but knowing you're going to die because there's a goddamn fire in the building. Yeah, knowing you just have to sit there and play the waiting game. Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck. All right, so I have another one in Brazil. This is the Petrolius Museum, um, also known as the Imperial Museum of Brazil. Um, this museum was constructed in the middle of the 19th century, and it's one of the apparently the top haunted places in Brazil. It was built in the massive... Palace of Emperor Don Pedro II, whose ghost is trapped in the museum and reportedly still haunts the museum. Some have even witnessed its ghost remaining, or his ghost remaining around the place and like lurking in the dark of the night. It is one of the best haunted places in Brazil and worth visiting for strong, for the strong hearted. I don't know why it says that. Strong shashing. Strong. I can't tell what I sound like. I I can't talk. (laughs) Um. Yeah, that one, I didn't really, like, love that one because somebody from, like, the 19th century haunts it. Yeah. That's, like, every place up in here now. So, um, do you want me to do my last two and then you do your last story, or what do you want? Uh, I'll do my short one real quick. Okay. And then, uh, you can do yours after that. Oh, God, it's another small-ass motherfucker, but I think I can read this one. Oh, say, if I need to read it, I can. I'm just going to have to do this way. The Victoria Inn in Addiston, Alabama, was built in 1888. It was the home of the prominent Aniston family before it became a restaurant in a county inn. John McClaroy, John McClaroy, who was a partner in the Aniston Land Company, built his home on the uh, highest hill of the uh, Guantord uh, Avenue. His family acquired the home for a his family lived in the home for 25 years. And in 1920, McIlroy's widow sold the house at a public auction. William William Coleman Wilson bought the house 
and he made the house his resident until 1949. Frank and Robbie Kirby became property became the property's uh, owners. Was then purchased. Oh, the next owners after Mills, Mr. Wilson died. After after the Kirby's died, the estate went to the uh, Hunts or went into the hands of the Methodist Church. The property was then purchased by the South Carolina De De uh, South Ca Carolina developer to turn it into a uh, country inn. Julian Jenkins and I hate this when it's that small and I gotta be like, bam. <laughs> Julia, where do where, fuck? Where do I go now? Okay, the family home owned it. Where was I at? Okay. Jenkins and the inn was donated to the Jacksonville State University Foundation by McHorder. Uh, the Jackson Hospital services has been connect connected to the management of the uh, hotel today. There are various plans for improving the hotel as the hotel's future. The hotel's restaurant is uh, beloved to be is believed to be haunted by at least one spirit. Many guests heard uh, playing in the music room, even when it was even when it was completely empty. Many witnesses have reported seeing a female figure on the upstairs landing. It's a, there is also talk about glasses cl uh, clanking just behind the bar. The ghosts are said to be that of the uh, mansion's previous owners. <coughs> and, of course, like they said, they hear, uh, you know, the piano playing. They can hear footsteps. And, like they said, the apparition of a woman. Wow. Yeah, I don't like seeing ghosts. I don't really know. Yeah, I'm not lying. It would be cool to own a haunted house. I would never stay in that thing, though. I w oh, no, I would never stay there. I'd go there I'd never the live day, there. And after that, I'm yeah. gone. Yeah. Okay. It'd be cool to have people come do their uh, paranormal stuff there. It would. It would be really cute. Really, really cute. Really cute. All right. I have two more. And then I think after that, we'll have to say goodbye. Aw. <laughs> All right. So this one's called The Dream Beach. This is also in Brazil. Um. It is said that a couple of two ghosts who unfortunately died on this beach still roam around the place. People have reportedly seen two decomposed figures appearing and disappearing into thin air. Wow. The maintenance team of the beach also says that they have heard disembodied voices and noises in the middle of the night roaming and coming from the beach. What would you do if you were just like walking down the beach and you see like two like dead people walking and then they just... Yeah, disappeared. I'd be like, uh, what? I'd be like, this beach is not my beach no more. I'm leaving. Yeah, I'd be like, F it. I'm out of here. All right. This one is Brasilia City Hall. Um, there's been witness w witnesses saying that there's been slamming cabinets, windows, and doors shutting, like, on, um, like by themselves all the time when the place is, all, is empty. It also said that the Brazili Brasilia City Brazilia. Hall <laughs> Brasilia. Brasilia, you sons of bitches. <laughs> um, City Hall was formerly a mortuary, and a large number of bodies were stored here before being buried. In addition, it also burned down in igniting flames. It, it burned down. <laughs> Jesus. I don't, I'm sorry, guys, if we can't talk today. I don't know what it fucking is, but I guess it's just because it's lazy. It's a lazy Memorial Day. We're just hanging around the house. And God, I'm just like stuttering I left and right. I can't talk either. Like, <laughs> okay. So, it was a mortuary. Large number of bodies found in here. Or not found. They were stored in here. Sorry. Um, it's been burned. And then it's been reconstructed. So, a lot of a lot of stuff's a little happened there. Once a man was locked down automatically in one of the rooms when the place was completely empty. So, basically, this dude was in this room fixing it and doing stuff and the door shut and he got locked in yeah screw that man well and speaking of getting locked in at places i'm gonna tell my work thing real quick because that's super weird or my work is i work at a veterinary ooh, lights sorry <laughs> I, work <laughs> <laughs> ooh, <lights. laughs> I work at a veterinary clinic and 
um, where's this grooming area and then the kennel area with like his boarding and stuff. The door to go from the treatment area to the grooming door sh- shuts because when there's groomers, the groomer there, there's hair everywhere. We keep it shut all the time. But when I'm there by myself, I've been opening it. Well, every time, this past couple times I've gone there at night by myself, it shuts like behind me and locks. And then I have to call someone to come get let me out. And when they get there, it's unlocked. That's crazy. And I'm like, I'm not making this up. It, the ghost I swear, it stuck. really <laughs> happened to me. Um, I actually have two more. I didn't realize I That's had two fine. more. That's fine. Okay. Um, this is a road from Petrolius. Excuse me. Uh, from Rio de Janeiro. Janeiro. I can't pronounce it. I know what you're trying to say, but Rio did I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Um, drivers who have reportedly seen a blonde-haired woman waving her hand up in the air and standing <coughs> at the corner oh my of God. the road. A blonde-haired woman? Oh, my God. Not a lady in white? I know, right? So they would see this girl standing on the side of the road waving them down. And then, you know, they stop, and they go to go question her and be like, Oh, my God, are you okay? She, like, disappears. Oh, And then God. they look Hell down in no. the ditch. And they see her dead in a ditch next to a car. Oh, God. And then they go down there to go help the woman, and then the whole fucking thing just disappears. Yeah, that's probably what happened. She died, and she's trying to get their attention. Maybe she never got found, and that's her trying to be like, hey. Hey, I'm here. Yeah, I read that, and I was like, uh, I would never travel that way again. No, I'd be like, I'm not going to go your way anymore. I would purposely go the extra, like, two hours to avoid that road. Okay, I got one more. This is a grand hotel. Um, I'm in Brazil. I'm not going to try to pronounce the name because I'm going to butcher it, and I won't even be able to pronounce it. But this hotel has a lot of haunting experiences, um, especially room 204. Visitors have experienced strange coldness and paranormal activity around this place. Excuse me. Um, also, like, knocking and seeing stuff and hearing stuff. Like, another hotel that's haunted. Yeah. All right. Those we are need to go to. I really want to try to go to some of these, especially here in Texas. And do a well. There's this Texas a road trip, and it, I feel like that would be fun because there's like Hank, there's yes. Goatman's Bridge, um, there's a couple of like the famous famous hotels too. Yes, because be we cool. could go on the weekends. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. I was gonna do my story, but I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh. I gotta pee really bad. Cool. You wanna? So we're gonna cut the we're gonna cut the podcast short. We're already almost at an hour. We almost got 50 minutes. So oh, okay, that's pretty good. I can put the my story on the next. Uh, on uh, episode 108. Ain't that crazy to say 107? I know. Where I asked him because I wasn't sure. I was like, what episode? And he was like, 107. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, time flies. I just want to thank you guys for uh, listening, especially the ones that listen all the time. Yes, but thank Lex- you. Lexi's back, and our numbers are growing. Thank you very much for that. I am glad that even though whenever I like looked on, that it was still pretty good because I felt bad for not being in it, and I yeah. was like, "Well, the good thing the numbers are still doing good, though." So yeah. All right. Well. But remember, we're on Spotify, uh, Stitcher. Uh, we're pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts, and we got our YouTube channel. I've been doing it. So YouTube today. We did not record today for YouTube. Yeah, we didn't I do a video today. So, like but I'll still have a. I'll still have a video on YouTube. It just won't have us talking. Because usually I got to do a still picture and play our music. Oh, okay. That's how I get past it when I don't do a video. But this has been Ghost Stories from Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth. And I am your co-host, Lexi LeBooth. And we will see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Sorry about the sound on that. You could hear the background, the air conditioner going in the back. But I think I've got all that figured out. So y'all give me feedback. Let me know how the show sounds. Uh, if it's getting better or worse, let me know. But I'm sorry I didn't have a whole lot planned today, guys. I just kind of been, it's been a, just a long, rough, not, not a rough week or anything. Just a busy week. And I just, I don't know why. You ever just have that, you feel just blessed sometimes? Yeah, that's just part of my depression. But I don't worry about it. I'll get over it. I'm a big boy. But I do want to thank you guys for always listening and being there for me. You guys are the best fans anybody could ever ask for a podcast. 
But I really haven't seen so much in the news or any anything that's really hacked me off. Um, I've seen where Canada is uh, just passed something or is trying to pass something, something about their handguns or something. I'm not for sure. I just kind of scanned over it, didn't really read or read it. So let me know, guys, my friends in Canada, about that uh, handgun thing. Because, of course, with all these shootings and stuff, everyone's going to be like, ah, oh, take away the guns. Let me tell you, it ain't going to work. Because the criminals are still going to have the guns, and us citizens are not going to have shit. That will not work here in America. Because... The bad guys already know how to buy them guns illegally, and they're just going to continue to keep doing that, you know. But I really uh, letting uh, let the media get to me or nothing this week. Still just the same old shit, though. Nobody wants to admit that Joe Biden's fucking up really bad, and they want to just, oh, it's not his fault. It's because of the donkey. Oh, it's not his fault. It's because of the butterfly. It's not his fault. It's because of the war. It's not his fault. It's because of this. I mean, Jesus Christ. But if Trump was in there or anybody else, especially if, uh, you know, it was someone they didn't like, they'd be like, oh, it's their fault, their fault. But, you know, that's just what I mean. I just one thing I hope people get out of my show is I'm not biased to the left or right. I try to call it down the middle. And I wish everybody was like that instead of just. Oh, I'm straight up left. I'm straight up right. I'm just, I mean, we don't have to be. There's there's no rule that says we have to be left or right, Republican or Democrat. There's no rule that says that, you know. And it just, I just hate how the politics has really torn up America, you know. But it is what it is, my hairy friends. But I do want to thank you guys for listening. Like I said, sorry about the audio on that. No, it sounds shitty. I'm getting better at it. I hope this one sounds good. But you guys be good. Be real. This has been Uncle Boo, baby. The most recognizable voice in the podcasting world today. Mm. I love you guys. Be good. Be real. Don't forget, check my YouTube channel out. Don't forget, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart, all that stuff. We're on any platform. Uh, and don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Keep talking to me like you guys are doing. Slide in my DMs if you want to. Uh, check me out on Instagram too. But I am gone for good this time, guys. I will see y'all next Friday. I will be in a lot better mood. And I will have a lot better fucking show for you. But you guys, be good, be real. I am too sweet to be sour. I am the man of the hour. The man who don't cower. Uncle Boo, baby. We will see you later. Indeed.